Welcome to Stay Grounded with your host, me, Raj Jana. I'm the founder of Java Press Coffee Company, and my life changed after my mentor died with three months left until retirement. That experience inspired me to start a personal journey to discover how we can all live a purpose-driven and meaningful life starting today. I interview everyone from best-selling authors and business moguls to extreme athletes and monks to discuss happiness, success, and fulfillment to uncover powerful takeaways that empower you to stay grounded and make passionate living a reality. To access post-podcast discussions, insights, and further resources, visit rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded. So thanks for joining me today. Now, let's get to grinding. What's up, everyone? And welcome to today's episode of Stay Grounded Daily. Hope you are all um, staying grounded, uh, arriving into each day with a beginner's mind, arriving into each day with a an open heart, arriving into each day with courage, um, arriving into each day with uh, with the simple commitment to be your best today. It's not about being the best you've ever been. It's not about having it all figured out. It's simply about being your best today. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, I'm grateful to be starting my day with you all uh, as we're collectively facing this uh, this global enemy. Um, I did say hello. I'm saying hello right now. <laughs> Uh, I just don't know your name, um, but uh, I'm good, and I'm going to talk a little bit about what's been coming up for me the last few days. We stay grounded daily episodes, uh, just for anybody joining me for the first time today. Stay grounded dailies are 15 to 20 minute reminders um, that I am personally pondering things that I'm sort of navigating and tackling as I face this global crisis alongside all of us. We're all facing a global enemy right now, and all of that is bringing up different versions of chaos. Some of us have relationship chaos. Some of us have business chaos. Some of us have financial chaos. Some of us have personal chaos. Some of us have health chaos, but it's all coming from a unified enemy. And so these lives, uh, I've been going live every single day since this began, are a simple way for me to express my own chaos what's coming up for me and articulated in a way that can maybe give you some useful lessons that can empower you to live with more presence, more power, uh, and more confidence as we go through this day-to-day crisis. Um, And in today's episode, I wanted to chat and touch on uh, something that I've I've been more reminded of as of late, um, but this is something that I figured out a while back when I was starting my my first business and my businesses. But so there's a difference between um, danger and threat. I'll start there, and I went live on this over the weekend as well. But I'm going to extrapolate on that to be more useful today. There's a difference between danger and threat. Um, danger is very real, right? There's a danger of you losing your job. There's a danger of you getting the virus. There's a danger of something happening. That's very, very, very real. Threat, though, is a feeling. When you feel threatened, right? When you feel threatened, that's fear. 
That's, that's the emotions of fear welling up inside of you. The feeling of threat is like a feeling that comes up that's thinking about a danger. When a danger makes me feel threatened, that's literally fear coming up inside of you before the danger has even happened. So to me, fear, uh, fear is one of those emotions that can either make you or break you. Because fear is one of those emotions that hasn't necessarily evolved like the rest of us have over the past 30 years. You know, 60,000 years ago, the role fear played in our lives was to keep us from being eaten by saber-toothed tigers, or the role fear played in our lives was to keep us as part of the pack 60,000 years ago. If we got kicked out of the pack, that means that we were thrown out to the wolves, and if we were thrown out to the wolves, that means that we were going to die. And so when you start to think about fear, and fear in its purest form, right? Fear in its purest form is a simple response. It is a simple warning sign that shows up right before you actually get to uh, the dead end. Like if you're going down a road and there's a dead end at the road, fear is the feeling of fear is a simple warning sign that says, hey, look, don't go down this road because there's, there's a dead end. The problem is, is that with the onset of technology, the onset of social media, the onset of the internet, I guess the last 30 years really, We've evolved faster than I believe our bodies and our and our minds have been able to catch up. So now we're thrown into crisis. Now we're thrown into these situations, right, where we're very scared, which is creating feelings of anxiety, which is creating feelings of of overwhelm, which is creating feelings of uh, real fear and 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 debilitating sort of like like unproductiveness, whatever word you want to use to describe the feelings you're feeling right now. The reason that's right here right now in this state is because our mind, our amygdala, which is the part of our brain that's really in charge of us surviving, the amygdala and our fear response is still trained for ourselves back in the caveman days. Our fear response is going off every single minute and treating every single perceived threat perceived danger as potential death because that's what happened 60,000 years ago when you saw a tiger right it didn't like what fear was supposed to be 60,000 years ago was a focusing agent fear was supposed to when you saw a tiger not to run it, fear was supposed to give you adrenaline, maybe make you calm and focused, and it made all of the noise around you go away. Or if you were in a dangerous situation and you needed to run, fear gave you adrenaline. And then adrenaline caused you to do things with your body that you probably couldn't have done before. So fear at its very base is actually a powerful focusing agent. But threat and the feelings of threat the feelings of fear, right? Like all that feeling that comes up when you get scared or when something bothers you or something triggers you, all that feeling you get, right? Our minds have not been trained or calibrated to learn how you can use this fear constructively in your life. We just haven't been taught. Schools don't teach this, uh, probably because our teachers didn't learn this. Um, and when you go down the rabbit hole and you really start to recognize that no one in society really knows how to face fear, no one, no one really knows how to understand fear, it actually makes sense why there's so much 
There's so much hysteria out here. There's so much craziness. There's so much anxiety. There's so much worry. It's because we don't have a good relationship with fear, okay? So if there's anything you do, the first thing is to just recognize that fear is a fear is a good thing. If you have fear, that means you care. If you have fear, that means you are human. If you have fear, that means that you are afraid of losing something that you hold dearly to. That means that you have purpose, you have fire, you have light, you have something inside of you that's driving you. And so, but when you start to recognize that the feelings of fear does not actually mean the danger has already arrived, right? That all the dangers that we're afraid of are in the future. Some of us right now are actually facing very real dangers too. I'm not going to discount that. Some of us are facing healthcare dangers. Some of us are losing jobs. Some of us are financial dangers. Sure, these are very real, real scenarios that are happening right now. But the danger existing does not mean that fear has to be a crippling factor in your life. Just because there's danger doesn't mean that you have to add fear on top of that to make you feel overwhelmed, scared, and, and out of touch and out of power. Fear can be a massive focusing agent if you remember to simply observe your fears when they show up, to simply be aware of your fear and almost thank it. And sometimes, wow, I feel very scared of that potential outcome. Okay, why? What about this outcome makes me feel scared? What can I do? Who can I ask for help from? Okay, wow, I'm feeling really scared of asking for help. Okay, well, what am I really afraid of? When you start to calibrate your fears and teach your fear how to actually be a useful ally in this fight, you'll set the world on fire. Like, there's nothing that can get in your way. Because most of the time, the thing that I see stopping people from truly shining and stepping into roles of leadership, truly shining and taking risks that can potentially set their families free, truly shining and showing up as, as, as the best versions of themselves to, to unlock unlimited resources, whether it's through, it, it doesn't matter what those resources are, the ultimate resource is resourcefulness. Right? And resourcefulness can only happen when fear is your ally instead of this thing that debilitates you, this thing that stops you from believing you can be resourceful. And so when you really start to recognize that fear, we're all feeling so much fear right now, whether you believe it or not. Stress is a manifested form of fear. Right, All of these feelings we have, they're all stemming from this family of emotions that usually come from feeling fear. And so when you really start to recognize that, okay, Fear is there to teach you something. That's one. Danger is not actually, like, danger does not mean death, which is usually what our minds equate them to mean, right? If we don't get approved by these people, or if something happens and someone kicks me out of the pack, like, think about this, failure, right? So, so many people fear failure. Let's break down fear of failure for a second. What does the fear of failure usually signify? It means that you're not good enough. You're not worthy, right? Most people feel like if they fail, that means that they're a failure. All right. Well, let's think about psychologically where that fear comes from. 60,000 years ago, if you failed to add value in your pack, or if you failed to be part of the pack or whatever, you could be banished. And if you were banished from the pack, what usually happens? You die. There's probably no food. You're probably thrown into the cold and you die, right? That's where all of our fear responses come from. They come from 60,000 years ago. We haven't evolved much. And so right now, when you fail, if you have that same mindset, wow, I'm not going to be accepted in society. Okay, well, dive deeper. Ask yourself, why does that matter? What are you really afraid of? Are you actually afraid of failing and your ability 
to succeed or your ability to make ends meet or your ability to figure it out? Or are you afraid of being seen failing by other people and not being accepted and loved? And so when you start to think about your fears, take your fears, break them down, ask yourself questions, become aware of your emotions instead of just falling into the trap of feeling them and making them real. It's, it's absolutely okay to feel fear because feeling fear allows you to learn from it. But if you're feeling fear without actively trying to understand where this fear comes from and why it's existing in this moment, what is it trying to teach you? And when you start to flip the script and take this fear as a focusing agent to then help you do your best, it becomes a powerful tool in your toolbox. It becomes the warning sign on the road that tells you there's a dead end at the end. Fear is nothing but a warning sign. It is nothing but a teacher. And when used properly, it can be a massive focusing agent that can empower you to access all this untapped resource, this untapped resource that your body is storing for survival. Like I think I read, um, I was reading a book by a guy named David Goggins. Um, he's just massive, like physical athlete. Uh, and David Goggins talks about how, you know, when you feel like you've done your hardest, when you feel like you can't do anymore, your brain actually has tapped only about 40% of its unlimited potential. And the reason why your brain starts throwing responses out like, wow, don't do anymore. You're so tired. Stop, stop, stop. Is because in the event, like think about this 60,000 years ago, if you get to a point where you're super tired and you get to a point where you're just like, you're overwhelmed and you don't feel like, like you're tired, you're exhausted, you've been hunting all day, all this stuff, right? And then a saber toothed tiger shows up, you're not going to have any energy to survive. You're not going to have any energy to live. You're not going to have any energy to simply thrive. And so your mind immediately starts to tell you to slow down before you actually need to. Fear does the same thing. Fear tells you to slow down before you actually need to. Fear tells you. That's all fear is doing. It is not actually, it does not actually mean anything. Again, danger is very real and all of us should be preparing for danger, but you cannot prepare properly for danger if you're scared all the time. If you're feeling the feelings of fear consistently and that stress is bleeding into your relationships, if it's bleeding into your work, if it's bleeding into your into your service, if it's bleeding into your leadership, you can't lead. You can't do any of it, right? So when you truly start to recognize and understand that fear is your friend, fear is actually the best teacher you have. Fear is the person that's trying to tell you, hey, look, there's something here that's making me feel like if I threw you in there, you would not be able to handle it. If I threw you in there, you would not be able to handle this right now. And by you asking yourself the question, why? By you asking yourself the question, okay, where is this coming from? Why can't I handle this? What's truly stopping me? You're gifting yourself the ability to neutralize and alchemize that fear and its control over you. You're neutralizing the ability for fear to get in your way and be something that stops you. You're neutralizing fear. And when you neutralize fear, you neutralize it across every area of your life because you are a common denominator in every area of your life, right? Most people think that it's different fears that show up in relationships, different fears that show up in business, different fear that it's no, it's not. It's the same fear that wears many different faces. Fear at its core is a feeling. And when you ask yourself, why is this feeling showing up right now? 
And why is this making me feel this way? What about me do I need to believe in order for this fear to go away? What about what do I believe about myself that's allowing this fear to exist right now? When you begin to ask yourself these questions, fear takes on a whole new game. It becomes your compass. It becomes a north star. It becomes an opportunity for you to lean into that space. And when you continue leaning into fear, and you practice that, it's not something that happens overnight. It's not something that you're going to be able to figure out immediately. But when you lean into fear, and you begin to allow fear to be your teacher, to be your friend, to be your ally in this fight against a global pandemic, or yourself, or this this thing you want to do in your life, whatever it is, whatever, the global pandemic is just bringing all of our shadows to light right now. Right? It's just bringing all of our shadows to the light right now. But forget that for a second and just come back to the micro level. If you allowed fear to be your teacher in anything you do, how different would your life be? How different would the opportunities in your life be? With how much more life would you show up? How much confidence would you have? And in all of that, how much more prepared would you be to do your best in a global pandemic, in a, in a dying economy, in situations that are just outside of our control, with fear out of your way, with fear as your friend, do you think you would have a higher likelihood of weathering any storm that life throws at you? I think so. I believe so. Fear is the thing that stops us from truly thriving. You know, in addition to my business, I also consult. And I consult with a lot of different entrepreneurs, business owners, retail businesses, all. And a lot of people are very scared right now. And as a result of being scared, they, they're throwing in the towel and they're saying, oh, I can't do this. I'm done. I, there's no way I can figure this out. But the second you remove that fear, all right, so, all right, let's say you can't. Okay, let's get there. Let's start. The first way we always start is what are you actually afraid of right now? Are you afraid of pivoting? And creating a new product? Are you afraid of asking somebody in your network for help? Are you afraid of what's going to happen if other people see you fail? What are you truly afraid of? And why is that? And how is that stopping you from doing what you need to do right now to survive? Guys, fear does not know how to help us right now. We have to recalibrate it. We have to teach it. We have to allow, we have to show fear how to be our friend. We have to show fear how to be our ally. We have to show fear how to be useful in times like these. Because if you don't do that, then subconsciously fear is just going to run your life. You can either consciously do this or unconsciously do this, right? Like you can unconsciously allow fear to give you a trained response that its brain has been using for 60,000 years. Or you can become consciously aware of the response that fear is giving you in any given moment and teach it to do something different. And when you teach it to do something different, it changes. Your behaviors change, your actions change, because when you feel better, you act better, you do better, you create better, you live better. So don't allow fear. Don't allow fear to unconsciously and subconsciously run your life. Let it live in your life because you're human. We can't remove fear from our lives. We can. That's impossible because we're human beings. We're going to feel fear. Right, But it's just becoming aware of your fear and then teaching it what it should be afraid of and what it shouldn't be afraid of. And if it shouldn't be afraid of something, show it how it can use that energy. So again, instead of adrenaline, instead of needing to run from a tiger right now when you feel afraid, use that energy to plan. Use that energy to work out. 
Use that energy to go do something. Use that energy to go help someone. Use that energy in a more productive manner. Channel it differently and watch yourself just change the way that fear shows up in your life. We have this obsession with trying to kill fear and being fearless. Being fearless is not realistic. You can't be brave without fear, right? Being courageous, being brave, that is absolutely realistic because that's a decision. That's a conscious decision that you're using to feel fear. Feel fear and use it for what it's supposed to be used for, progress. Fear is one of the most powerful focusing agents we have as a society. It's the thing that's going to move mountains and create things. And on the other side of fear is massive love. It's, it's, it's abundance. It's fire. The grass, on the, the grass on the other side of fear is really, really, really green, always. Because the perceived dragons that we were supposed to slay are always made of butterflies. They're always smaller than, than, than the actual danger itself. And that's by design. Fear forces you to think the worst is about to happen because it needs you to prepare as if the worst is about to happen. But guys, in times of crisis where our fear responses are going off every five minutes, it is not a useful tool to be used on default setting. So recalibrate. Use this time to pay attention to your fears. Use this time to rewire them. Use this time to train yourself to understand that there's no such thing as a bad emotion or a negative emotion. They're just emotions that haven't been consciously processed or trained to be of service to you yet. And until you consciously start to look at your emotions as teachers, and unless until you consciously begin to create space between you and your emotions, if you're angry, that doesn't make you an angry person. If you're scared, that doesn't make you a scared person. If you fail, that doesn't make you a failure. Until you begin to separate yourself from these things and change the meaning they have in your life, you're going to continue making mistakes and continue acting on impulses and feelings that aren't necessarily rooted in anything useful. They're not like the subconscious systems that we've been running on for ages do not work anymore. We have to collectively evolve as a species. And if anything, this global pandemic is giving us all an opportunity for, to find out what we're truly afraid of, what we're truly afraid of. And most of us, not all of us, there's a lot of people really suffering right now, and I'm sending so much love their way. But in that suffering, in your suffering, in whatever crisis you have right now, give yourself the gift of space. Give yourself the gift of being aware of fear. Give yourself the gift of being aware of the, of the role fear plays in your life and what you're truly afraid of, where there's a lack of acceptance and love, where there's a lack of awareness. And bring that shadow to the light. Bring it to the light. Create from a different place. Allow fear to be the most powerful focusing agent you have. And let's all thrive through this in one way, shape, or form. Let's all create something for ourselves in this moment that allows us to have a better relationship with fear so that we can emerge on the other side of whatever this pandemic is with better tools to be more effective human beings, better tools to process grief, better tools to process fear, better tools to live in presence, better tools to be compassionate for others because we understand our own fears. Right? Compassion is built by... The way you build emotional intelligence is not by... Reading, I mean, you can read books and sure you can learn, you can take personality tests, but truly emotional intelligence is built by you understanding your own emotions. Therefore, you can see it in others. Compassion is built when you can understand where your lack of love is and seeing that in others, 
right? It's the same thing with fear. When you take the time to understand where your fears are showing up and the subconscious rules they've been playing in your life, you inadvertently give yourself the gift of being able to see others' fears. And through love and light, you can help them. And then we as a collective species can thrive. So don't forget, you are the common denominator in every area of your life. The same fears that are showing up in one area of your life are probably showing up in another. And fear is not your enemy. Fear is simply an emotion. It's a response to a perceived threat that your mind has subconsciously created a story around. So work backwards. Take the story and unravel it. Poke the holes in the story of your mind and give it a better one. With rooted in more logic and reason and choice. Because when you're living in choice, you're living in freedom. And when you're living in freedom, you create in a way that, that truly, truly, truly changes the world. And all of you, all of you have that power. All of you have that power to change one person's life, to change your own life. All of you have so much power. And I hope this, this pandemic is it's making you aware of all the things that didn't work so that we can collectively evolve as a species and collectively do better for ourselves, love ourselves better, create through through more light and, and compassion, and as a result, make the world a better place. I love you all. Thank you for spending a few moments with me this morning. I hope this today's live finds you well. I hope you're being kind and compassionate to yourself and your loved ones around you. I hope you're creating space wherever you are. And um, I hope you're taking this time to and simply arrive into each day. It's not about being your best every. It's not about being your best at all. It's about simply giving yourself the permission to be human and redefining what best even is. All right. Massive hugs, massive love. Thanks for joining me today on Stay Grounded Daily. Stay grounded. And I will see you guys bright and early tomorrow. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you found this interview helpful as you create your own ways to live an extraordinary life. For more resources and support, please visit www.rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded to join the official Stay Grounded Facebook group, a place where aspiring life enthusiasts can connect and ignite passion for life together. My hope is that the positivity, content, resources, and support in this group will resonate with you on a deeper level. That what you hear in our podcast, read in our thoughtful posts, or learn in our courses will empower you to live with intention, uncover true purpose, and challenge the internal dialogues that stop you from being who you really want to be in your life. Again, thanks so much for joining us. Stay grounded.